You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 31. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hi, happy Friday. How are you? Gosh, the last week's episode, I'm still so excited about it. Um, If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to episode number 30 with my friend Nini Taylor such a great episode. I know a lot of you really um, loved it or have maybe found my podcast from it. So thank you again, Nini, and thank you for listening if you're new. Okay, so today we're going to talk about something um, that I do hear a lot from my esthetician clients, and I also just know is a thing in the business building world. And we're going to talk more about your ideal client. I did a whole episode on what an ideal client is. Um, It's episode number 10. If you want to go back and listen to that. Um, but today we're going to talk about that it's okay if not all your clients are ideal clients. And what I mean by that and what you can kind of hopefully take away from this episode when you are working with clients. Because I think what ends up happening is people get very kind of obsessed with this idea of having an ideal client. And it can kind of get in the way of building their business in some ways as opposed to helping them build their business. This is really the idea behind the ideal client. So before we jump into that, a quick word from our sponsor. So for a quick recap, what, um, why do we have ideal clients? So we have ideal clients, well, for a couple of reasons. One, um, marketing is so simple when you have an ideal client because you know exactly who you're talking to, what to say, what they respond to, what they like, what they don't like all that stuff. So marketing, it makes marketing so much easier. And also, you know, if, if you have, if you have a service that you're trying to market to everybody, it kind of can get, you know, um, washed in the message. Like people, it's just kind of like an everyday thing or something. There's no something special about it or, or anything that, um, really makes people feel like it's really unique for them. Um, cause it, you know, it isn't, not everyone has acne if you do acne. So that is why, um, we really like an ideal client from like a business marketing perspective. And you hear a lot of people, um, in all the industries talk about this, but, um, another reason that it's helpful is if we have a particular kind of ideal client or program and we aren't really clear on who would be successful in that, sometimes it it kind of can feel like putting a peg through a square hole where you're really trying to get someone into your program or to do what you want to do. And it just isn't, they aren't the right person for it. And it just is so much more work and headache than um, it is, you know, good, right? And it's, and they aren't happy and you aren't happy. And it's just, really hard and they were never your ideal client. So why are you doing this? So an example would be when I first started BLH Beauty, I, um, my ideal client, I talk about this more in episode 10, but my ideal client was what I started with was not what it ended up being. 
And so I, there's this woman and I'm going to say Kelly is her name. As you know, Kelly is, I don't have a client named Kelly, but I would have loved, I love the name. Um, and Kelly, um, had acne, not severe, but just, you know, pretty hormonal acne. Um, and I was still really new learning acne and I really wanted to help her because it bothered her tremendously, even though again, it was pretty mild and she really wanted to clear her acne, but she wanted to clear her acne her way, which if you treat acne, you know, that is a very common thing that people feel and I was new and I was new business owner. And so I was like, okay, great. Yeah, sure. We'll do it your way. And I really was trying to fit, fit a peg into a square hole because, or yeah, yeah, peg into a square hole because she really, um, she wanted to do it her way and buy products that she thought were right and, um, you know, come for treatments, which she thought was good and wanted peels and not hydrating treatments and all these things. She had a very specific idea of how it should go. But I really wanted to help her. That was one thing. And I really believe she was my ideal client because at the time, my ideal client was like someone in their 30s who, you know, had two incomes, like them and their partner and was a successful, you know, business person or, you know, had a career. Um, and so she really checked all those boxes and like, she's my ideal client. And so I want to make this work for her because I want more of her. But I actually didn't want more of her, right? none of those things were good, right? She didn't want to follow what I was saying. She wanted to do what she wanted to do. Um, it, it wasn't a good fit. And I know this is going to surprise you listener. Um, she did not get clear skin. She is not a boring skin club member. <laughs> um, because it didn't work, right? You know, she wanted to do things her way. And then of course she didn't get results. And so then she stopped seeing me. Um, and that's very discouraging because I really truly believed I knew what my ideal client was and I, that was her and I should get more of her. And the fact that now my ideal client doesn't want to keep seeing me, like how, like now what, right? So it, it, it can really hurt you in that way. And so that's the way that we want to be kind of aware that the ideal client can actually hurt your business. So we just talked about why an ideal client sometimes isn't the best way of approaching new clients. And so, okay, so now you have someone coming in who is not your ideal client and they want to do your program or they want to be one of your clients. Like even if you do sugaring or lashes, this is definitely still applicable to you. So um, what do you do, right? So you're like, okay, this person may not fit in what I, what tends to be the most successful person in this, in my experience and what I, what I, what I want. So quick recap, my ideal client for acne is someone in their early to mid twenties who, um, you know, is either just graduating school or, you know, going to like some sort of a master's program, um, and has kind of had acne forever. And it's got to the point where maybe it's the worst it's been in their life because they've been under a lot of stress with school. And they have some money, but they're not like rolling in the dough. And um, they're feeling pretty desperate and pretty skeptical. That's kind of my, my clientele. So I would 
I will also tell you that I had a number of people that did not fit into that group that did really well in my acne program. So the, the main thing was that they had to be very motivated to change their skin, right? So some of my favorite and best clients were like women in their 40s and 50s or a teenage boy. One of my favorite clients is a teenage boy. You know, he didn't, didn't fit into my ideal client at all. And so they really, the most important thing to be successful in my acne program is they need to be more motivated than me to change their skin. Because if I'm more motivated than them, it's never going to work. It doesn't matter how ideal of a client they are. It's really interesting because our brain will create a lot of drama about ideal clients. And like, you know, I remember when I, one of my first acne clients that came in was not my ideal client and she was very successful. And I was like, but if I post pictures of her online, people are going to think that is the person and then they're not going to see themselves and then they're not going to come in because it's not going to be them. And that's how it works and all, you know, all of it. Right. But you know what? It doesn't matter. You know, I posted pictures of her and people still came in that were in their early twenties. And this woman was not in her early twenties. She was older. And it really is just a bunch of drama in your mind because generally when you're, when you're kind of in this indecisive panic that people get in when it comes to the ideal client, it's because they're, you're afraid of taking action, <laughs> honestly. Um, and so it, as opposed to taking action, we're just kind of freaking out about an ideal client. Definitely something though to keep in mind. So when you do have people that are out of your range of what you normally find success in is they may not want to participate in all the aspects of your program. So I had a number of women that became Boring Skin Club members that were in their 40s and 50s. And their acne was definitely different than my 20-something-year-old. But they didn't want their pictures on my Instagram page or my website. Like, that, they were not okay with that. Like, that was just a no for them. Um, and so, of course, you're like, oh, my gosh, we went to all this work clearing their skin, right? Beautiful before and afters. Um, it's time to put them on your social media, on your website. And they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And that can be really discouraging. But and you're like, gosh, you know, if it was an ideal client that, you know, the 20 somethings, they love to be on social media. They love it. They, they're very proud. And so it's a very different person, which is why, you know, it, it worked when they, when they want to be on social media, but ultimately you, you've made a client very happy. So you can see how your brain kind of starts to bounce around. Like, well, I'm making this client happy. I provide amazing results. That's most important, but now I can't use it for marketing. And that is okay. That is just part of it. And I think that when you approach it with like, oh, yep, no, this person's not an ideal client in that way. They don't want to do these different things. There'll be plenty of people who want their picture on the internet. And this person just isn't that. Um, That can really kind of free up your energy and your space for them and not have any kind of hopes and desires for them that really isn't ever going to be. And then you, there's a lot of frustration when, you know, when you're kind of in that space with them. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that that, um, really maybe helped give you permission. If this is something that you have been thinking about and obsessing about and kind of been in your head about that, you can just realize like, I'm going to choose what what really they need to do, which for me in acne, that means they need to be committed more than me. Um, It could be something different for your specialty. Like if you do sugaring, they really need to be committed to not 
you know, doing whatever they need to do to not to have ingrown hairs like that. Maybe that's really important to you in your business, whatever it is. So really figure out what that one or two things are and then let go of everything else. And it, it will all, it all work out the way it's supposed to work out. <laughs> I can promise you that from working my own business and seeing other estheticians businesses, that's how it works. It always does. I promise you. Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying this podcast, please um, rate and review, especially if you're on Apple podcast and um, subscribe whatever platform you're listening to. I so appreciate it. I so appreciate you. Come back next week. Um, we have a very, another amazing interview. I, I keep asking estheticians that I, I know of to be in my podcast and they keep saying yes. And I kind of can't believe it. I have a number of them lined up. Um, I actually already recorded this episode and it's so good. So come back for that, another interview. Until then, have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you are in the space of your business, your business is booming and you are really busy, but you're also completely overwhelmed, working 24 seven, have a hard time saying no to clients, have a hard time with cancellation policies and holding boundaries. Maybe you're having a hard time keeping your clients compliant and you are just busy, busy, busy. I am here for you. That is what I do with my estheticians. And I would love to chat with you to see if our, what I do aligns with what you need in your business. I offer 15 minute free coaching calls where we deep dive into what you need and see if we're a good fit. My next one-to-one um, group coaching starts on January 10th, 2022. How's that new year already coming? So if you would like to possibly start with me then, go ahead to the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram profile to book your free consult and we can see if we're a good fit. I cannot wait to talk to you more. Thank you.